0: This is No Fee TV, where legal help is always free.
1: Hello and welcome once again to No Fee TV, where legal help is always free. Today we have the perfect topic for this time of year. Well, sort of. It's bicycle safety. We're going to take a look at Pennsylvania's bicycle safety law and how it applies to you, whether you're driving a car or riding a bike. You'll also learn about an area nonprofit called Bike Pittsburgh, among other things. This group helps bicyclists and drivers to safely coexist. And later in the show, a very special four-year-old gets a big surprise from an organization called Variety, the children's charity of Pittsburgh. First up, joining me in the studio is avid cyclist and attorney Edgar Snyder, and along with Edgar is the program director for Bike Pittsburgh, Lou Feinberg. Welcome, both of you, to the show tonight. Thanks, Shelley. I had no idea you were an avid cyclist.
0: Well, you learn something new every day. Uh, Avid is certainly a word to describe it. I've been riding bikes for most of my life, but I do a lot of uh, riding bicycles around pittsburgh and uh... i love it i think it's an absolutely great thing to do
1: tell us about some of your experiences i know personally when i see someone riding a bike on the road i i get a little nervous i really do so tell us about your experiences. Uh, doing Shelley
0: that. uh... you're not the only one that gets nervous uh... i don't know anyone <laughs> who rides a bike it's not just in pittsburgh but uh, especially in pittsburgh uh... first of all uh, it's a much more bicycle friendly uh, city than it used to be i found that uh... maybe ten fifteen years ago uh... sometimes you took your life in your hands i'm not sure that there was any respect but because of new laws and things of this nature today i think that it's really uh... much easier much nicer people are much more aware of it uh... i like to ride everywhere i especially like to ride uh... you know on trails or when i'm off-road where i don't have to concern myself with bicycles but it's pretty hard in the city of pittsburgh if you're going from one place to another uh, to not have to be on the city streets and get along and coexist with motorists.
1: Yeah, there are some nice trails and things like that in Pittsburgh. There really are.
0: And it's getting better and better. Uh, a testament to the uh, city of Pittsburgh, really. They've done a lot for uh, us as bicyclers.
1: Tell us a little bit about, about Bike Pittsburgh, Lou.
0: Sure. Uh,
2: we've been around since uh, 2002. We're a local nonprofit. Um, we uh we have two actually uh 2200 members now uh of uh, bike pittsburgh 100 business members and uh we use our programs our and uh our advocacy as well as uh, events and uh really member outreach to to make pittsburgh better and more a more vibrant city we we really firmly believe that that bicycling uh and and pedestrian safety really will help make pittsburgh a very vibrant and uh attractive city you know
1: you talk you about know, programs. What
2: types of programs are you talking about? Uh, we, have, uh, we have a number of programs. We have a uh, bike-friendly employer program where we do outreach to local employers and help them uh, prepare for people that want to ride bikes to the workplace. It's not necessarily just as easy as putting any kind of bike rack out there, so we work with them to get the right kind of bike parking and also the right kind of programming that will encourage biking and make sure the employees feel supported in, in their biking. We also do uh, we have created the Pittsburgh Bike Map, Uh, and things like that to make biking more accessible and easier to do in town.
1: All right, Edgar, fairly new bicycle law in Pennsylvania. Tell us about that. What's it involved?
0: Well, first of all, uh, when we talk about a new bicycle law, there's not many laws that are on the books and the records for bicycles to begin with. But it's really important to understand that we now have a law in Pennsylvania that says as a motorist, you must give the bicyclist on your right four feet of leadway and that's never been there's never been a law there's never been in fact it, it goes so far I was telling Lou before the show that I'm not sure that sometimes the people who are motorists think that you really don't have a right to be on the road if you're a bicyclist and I could be in my right lane or honk their horn and say go over but today you have a law it's been in effect in fact I think it went in April of last year and it says that when I'm driving down the highway I have a right to expect four feet now sometimes that's not practical Sometimes it's impossible. You get very narrow streets. But where it is practical, and in fact, as the motorist, because I'm always driving an automobile too, I have a right, if there's nothing coming in the opposite lane, to actually squeeze over the center line to give that person on a bicycle four feet. I think it's done a tremendous amount to say to us as motorists, to say to us when I'm driving a bicycle, that we have a right to be on the road and you have to be on the lookout and you can't get real close. And I think that anybody that's ridden the bicycle has had the experience of somebody that you could uh, uh, feel them breathing in the passenger seat as you're, as you're passing by. So we do have a new law and it's really good.
1: All right, we have to take a quick break, but when we come back we're going to talk about tips on how to keep bike riders safe, so please stay with us.
0: As an avid cyclist, I've had close calls with distracted drivers. Sharing the road can be a challenge. But did you know that in Pennsylvania, drivers must allow at least a four-foot distance when passing bicycles? It's the law. For more information, visit edgarsnyder.com.
1: Welcome back to No Fee TV, where legal help is always free. And tonight, we're talking about bike safety. We have attorney Edgar Snyder with us this evening, as well as Lou Feinberg from Bike Pittsburgh. And Edgar, you said you're an avid cyclist, so you're out there all the time. What do you do to protect yourself?
0: Well, I'll tell you number one rule in my book, and that is wear a helmet. And I can't stress enough, uh, I have had an accident, and anybody that's ridden the bike for enough time has tell you that they've gone over bikes. I've Less than a two, three miles an hour, hit a pothole or hit something, gone overhead first, put a dent in my helmet, wear a helmet, obey the traffic signals, stop at red lights, do the things that you're supposed to do, whether you're a motorist or you're on a bicycle. I think that it's critical. And I can't tell you how many people that I see today that ride without helmets, and I just say to myself, crazy
1: well it's like anything else I mean taking a huge risk that way but you said also too following the same rules I mean basically a bicyclist follows the same rules as a motorist well a
0: bicycle has to follow the same rules you have certain hand signals and things that you have to do and I see a lot of times uh, where people don't use the proper hand signals and they don't do and when we talk about hand signals making a left turn uh, when you're this way, making a left turn, uh, when you're making a right turn, uh, I was laughing before because I said that I always point to the right to make sure the motorist knows and Lou, of course, who knows more than I do, it's as John said, <laughs> you can hold up your hand like this, it's a right turn. Whether you do this or you do this, just make sure that people know that you're turning and if you turn your hand this way, and you, it's hard to do it on this way on the television, you're, you're signaling that you're going to stop. It's giving people in an automobile an opportunity to know what you're going to do, because if you don't do it, they may not be anticipating
1: What do you do when you do this? Do you ever do that when you're on a bike?
0: When I do this, yeah. when I point my finger. Yeah. Uh, I try not to point my <laughs> finger uh, in any way or direction. You might get the wrong idea. That's right. <laughs> right. We don't we don't, no, no, do I don't do. I don't do like this uh, <laughs> A lot of people do it to me when I'm driving. Bike. <laughs> I do see people pull down their window and go like this when they recognize me. But I, sure, I keep I'm my sure. hands on the wheel okay. unless I'm making it turn. All right, so you're being safe, you're not. <laughs> yeah, convinced. I'm being All safe. Right.
1: Now, Lou, I understand you, you've got some fun props for us today.
2: I've got a you show us it's like tick those? or treat here. So I'll, I'll focus on just what I think are some of the. The ones that maybe people might not think of uh, typically, but, uh, well, first of all, uh, this is a uh, an ankle strap, actually, a reflective ankle strap, and this one actually has lights on it, and uh, not only is it a great way to, to wrap your uh, pant leg uh, when, you know, to keep it out of the chain and the chain ring, but... Uh, it really gets people att- people 's attention because your leg's constantly in motion and it really reflects light in a unique sort of way. so this is a really good safety measure that people don 't always uh, think about is
1: that something important with your if you are riding with those kinds of pants you know with a you know some sort of pant that has a flare to it? I guess that would be an issue you probably shouldn 't be doing that right? yeah well,
2: you know often what people will do is would we'll just cuff their pants and roll okay. them up, but uh, of course, this strap is another way to go about it, and because of the reflective feature and that 's something else uh... more and more clothing really nice clothing as well not just this sort of bright neon clothing in fact there's two pittsburgh companies uh... that have started that are really producing clothing Fixed Reflective, and then there's also a project out of CMU, the Aurora Project, that are both doing really interesting reflective, either materials for the bikes or for clothing or stickers that are really helping getting people noticed out there. Um, So those are some things that are also happening.
1: Uh, Our producer wants me to hold, and you can talk. Oh, is that right? Yeah, whatever your next prop is.
2: This is is our our Bike Commuting 101 Guide, and... um, it's a, uh, a good, just basic guide about how to get around the city, uh, safety tips for riding in the city, and uh, even even tips about, you know, one thing we say about riding in the city, safety, convenience, and comfort, and trying to uh, sort of think about those things when you're going on a bike ride. And we have tips regarding that in this bicycle guide that we created uh, a few years ago. Uh, in addition to that, uh, you know, for the winter in particular, uh, gloves are really important, the type of clothing that you uh, you, you, I mean, that's just one type of uh, a glove that I have, but I wanted to bring to people's attention. Uh, gloves and the kind of gloves that you choose during winter riding are very important. Uh, and then without going into too much more detail, I think, you know, something people often forget about is sunscreen. And uh, you know, I think that's really important. People often, they'll ride, and they ride a lot, and they don't think to put sunscreen on. But because so many people have sensitive skin out there, I think it is important. To, uh, I should have talked to Neutrogena, probably,
0: before I
1: came <laughs> <laughs> Product what, placement I'll is what it's what called. The, I'll tell you what
0: else, and, and that is a bike mirror. I, I find mirrors to be uh, really helpful. I almost can't ride a bike anymore if I can't just glance in that thing and see what's coming up or what's on the side of me or things of that nature. I think those are, are, are very helpful for me personally.
1: Now I'm not a bike rider, but, but most bikes don't have Mirrors you have to buy them or do they come with them? Or? No,
0: you have to purchase yeah. it's not an automatic. Right. Know, you don't you, you don't get a mirror when you buy a bicycle. I can tell you are not a bike rider.
1: I know, I'm sorry. Well, we're
0: going to have to teach you because I do it's yoga. very important. You no. do yoga? Yeah. Okay, well we'll do a show on the safety in yoga. Okay. Tonight. <laughs>
1: well, when I'm doing it definitely there are there are absolutely issues. We're going to take another break when we come back we're going to talk about what to do if you are injured in a bicycle accident. So please don't go away. Get more people on bikes because it actually makes the communities more livable. Uh, it slows down traffic, gets people healthy, uh, gets people to save money. Um, you know, it costs a lot less to ride your bike than it does to own a car. We're we're really in this for the environmental reasons, for the economic reasons, and for the health reasons, and just for the quality of life that it adds to the city of Pittsburgh. It, it really makes the city more vibrant. Back to No Fee TV, where legal help is always free. We're talking bike safety tonight. We've got Edgar Snyder of Edgar Snyder & Associates with us tonight. And also Lou Feinberg from Bike Pittsburgh. And we need to know, what do you see in your practice? I'm sure you do see a lot of accidents as a result.
0: We see a lot of accidents and we see a lot of bike accidents, Shelley. And one of the most important things, it's not only when I stress wear a helmet. We see what happens when you don't wear a helmet or something happens and you go off of a bike more concussions and things of this nature. And there's so much emphasis today on the news on concussions. Sports, football, uh, Sidney Crosby, the Penguins, everything. And lights. A lot of people drive bicycles at night, and you can buy. They're very inexpensive, but you've got to have lights. These are the type of things that we see that are really important on a safety standpoint.
1: So the reflective gear isn't going to be enough. You need a light on
0: uh, A light really, well, first of all, a night. You really mm-hmm. should be driving with a light okay you have to have a but the reflective the more things you have that somebody sees you is important because we we get what happens when when you get hurt or you get hit on a bicycle and it's not pretty that's for sure
1: all right if you're injured who pays medical bills i'm sure that's something everybody would want to know
0: and i'll bet you it's something that most people don't know if you drive an automobile you're in automobile insurance carrier and people say to me all the time how could my automobile insurance have to pay if I'm on a bicycle because under first party pay if you have an automobile insurance policy you must go even if you're hit on a bicycle but the next question is what happens I don't own a bike I don't own a car I only own a bike if you live in a house with people that have an automobile your family member or something you are covered under those circumstances now if you you know if you in a situation where you don't have any of those things yes there's all different types of medical insurance and things that can pay the person who's at fault may ultimately have to pay or may reimburse but it works that way and it doesn't have anything to do if you have a car, whether or not you're driving or you own a car at that time is the important factor.
1: We have to take our final break, and we want to say thank you so much, Lou, for being with us today and all the information that you provided about Bike Pittsburgh. And when we come back, we're going to talk to someone from Variety of Children's Charity of Pittsburgh, and we're going to talk about a custom bicycle for a very special four-year-old. So please stay with us for more. You know, TV. Welcome back to No Fee TV, where legal help is always free. Now, we've been talking about bike safety, some safety tips, what to do if you are involved in an accident. But now we want to talk to someone very special in the studio with us, Charlie LaVallee. He's the chief executive officer of Variety, the children's charity of Pittsburgh. So thank you so much for joining us today.
3: Shelly, thank you, Edgar, thank you.
1: Tell us about My Bike Program.
3: The My Bike Program is designed to provide children with disabilities adaptive bikes they might have spina bifida cerebral palsy down syndrome but the idea is to give all kids the opportunity to grow up riding a bike and having the opportunity to ride with their friends gain that sense of independence and just have fun
1: yeah and that's what all kids and everybody remembers riding the bike for the first time or as a parent teaching your child to ride bikes edgar how did you get involved in all of this
0: well first of all uh, we we know charlie's organization and uh, we had an opportunity to actually uh, contribute money to uh, buy the bikes. We think this fits right in the mission of what we do at Edgar Snyder and Associates, not only because we represent people that are in bike accidents, but people with disabilities were involved in this. Uh, they do great work. Uh, they just they make it happen for kids who can't ride a regular bike and having an adaptive bike it's it's not just like buying a bicycle somewhere so uh... it was natural for us we get involved in a lot of charitable things and we're proud as can be to, to have that opportunity to
1: do this charlie can you explain a little bit about the process of uh, fitting a bike for a child developing one for someone who has um, some issues that maybe other kids don't have
3: Well, sure. I think, Shelley, the big thing is many of the families, at least in our 10 counties around Allegheny, the families don't know how to get a bike. They don't even know that they're available. So we've had to really build a network, whether it's the Children's Institute, D.T. Watson, Children's Hospital, Therapist, the Intermediate Unit. So families need to hear. And then in our partner, Blackburns, we have each child specifically fit. They have to be measured. You know, because we're going from 3 to 17. So obviously there's three different basic bikes, but it's a process that has to be customized.
1: All right, I believe we have a video of one of the special kids who received a, a custom-built bike thanks to Edgar Snyder and okay. Associates. And so we'd like to take a look at that video right now.
3: This is a really important day for all of us, not just for the Fariska family and Lorelei. We're so happy that you have this bike and that bear. but um, we know that uh, every child um, should be able to have a chance to ride a bike. What's important to us is what do you hope from Lorelai having this bike? What's, what's important to you? Just have a normal childhood and every kid deserves a bike. And this is a blessing. Well, and we really want to thank, we're fortunate that Edgar Snyder has um, supported us with two bikes and to have this opportunity on behalf of Edgar Snyder and Associates to present this bike. What about mom and dad? Anything else you want to add? Why is this, why is this day important or what do you hope for? We'd like to say thank you to Charlie LaValle, the
2: Children's Variety Charity Club, Edgar Snyder and Associates for giving Lorelei this wonderful opportunity to have this bike. It means a great, great deal to us. It gives her an opportunity to be independent, and feel like just one
3: of the kids. Be just out on the, her own when she's on the street with the bike. Thank you. Thank Get you very much.
1: Watch. All right, we have a quick call from Mike. Hi, Mike. You have a couple of seconds left before we have to end the show.
0: Hi, how are you?
1: Good, how are I you? Wanted,
0: I just wanted to say thank you to Charlie LaValle. I'm Lorelei's grandfather, and I wanted to say special
3: thanks to Mr. Schneider and Charlie for helping her. It means the world
0: to us. Well, we're 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 happy to, and you know,
1: I can. <laughs> kind of leaves you speechless, doesn't it, 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 it when it, you're able it, to help it, people it, like
0: that? Absolutely, they deserve it, and uh, uh, we're proud as can be. You do a great job, Charlie. Oh, uh, you really do. And I just want to give one additional plug, if I can do it very quickly, Bike Pittsburgh with Lou Feinberg here. They do an unbelievable job. This is a nonprofit. They have all kinds of safety cards and things that you can get, and everything bike maps of Pittsburgh. They make it happen if you're a bicyclist here, so I really want to thank uh, Lou also for being on. But this was a great show. It gives us an opportunity to, uh, in our way, give back and be able to to show the wonderful work that they do with Variety. Thank you.
1: All right, Charlie, thank you so much. Now, if we could just get some good weather out there, we'd be in great shape. That wraps up another episode of No Feed TV, where legal help is always free. Special thanks to our friends at Variety, the children's charity. For more information on their bike program, please go to VarietyPittsburgh.org. And a big thanks also to Bike Pittsburgh. For more information and resources on bicycle safety, you can visit BikePittsburgh.org or edgersnyder.com. Now, it will soon be time for proms and graduation parties, so you'll want to be here next week when we talk drunk driving. Attorney Mike Rosenzweig will be here along with Pennsylvania State Trooper Robin Mungo. So until then, thanks for watching, and let's all make it a happy and safe bicycle riding season.
0: Thank you again for tuning in to this edition of No Fee TV, where legal help is always free. If you have a topic you would like us to cover in a future show, please reach out to us at edgarsnyder.com. You can also connect with us on our Facebook page or on Twitter and Google Plus using the hashtag No Fee TV. See you next week.